Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance. Ah, right, welcome to Preach Can't Preach with Rashad. Here with another episode of another sermon. And this is the AFC South. And, uh, you know, it's kind of, <laughs> we're going out of order. And that's because, man, this, <laughs> Andrew Luck, what in the world just happened? Man, seeing that, I know you text me like, is it, is it real? Like, look, retiring and just seeing those ESPN breaking news headlines and then watching that press conference and Adam Schefter was, was dropping tweets left and right, man. It was it was so shocking, man. One of my favorite QBs in the league, a guy who had so much potential to continue building on his legacy. He only played seven years, man. So that was that, that's that's groundbreaking, man. Like this is more shocking than like Calvin Johnson retiring and like Barry Sanders, because this kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it's and this right before the season. Like it's not like it, it happened, like. Right after the season, or or during the you know no with no news going on, this is prime, and this during football games. This is during the Colts football game, like uh, this weekend, and man, that's just you know it's it's it, it does sad me because we know Kevin Johnson is going to be a Hall of Famer at some point. Barry Sanders already is. Uh, somebody else who retired early, Rob Gronkowski, um, hit they they all and they all went they all went out the kind of the same ways because they're going through so much putting everything on their backs and they just can't be able to even though Gronkowski was on a great team, but the rest, you know, the rest of them just so much injuries and, and all that stuff like that is just it weighs on them and and it's kind of like a where were you moment. I think this is a this is this follows into a where were you moment um as far as in, especially in sports world. Uh you can remember where you was at, you know, the OJ, you know, I know we was young, but I know most people can remember the OJ, oh, that OJ Bronco was, situation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody, everybody know where it was at on that one. Um, I, I guess for us, what will be, what will be a, a moment uh, that we that we know exactly where we were. Um, I think I think the LeBron James decision. Um, yeah, yeah. Be, I, one, everybody was tuned in for that. That one. I mean, even even Michael Jackson I, I when he you know, unfortunately he passed, passed away. Nine yeah. eleven is kind of. Kind of one, you know, for for us, I know exactly where I was at, and I, oh, yeah. I didn't know what was going on. You know, yeah, still third third still grade on the playground. They told everybody to go back inside, and they turned the TV on. We had those yeah. those square TVs back then, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you, but you know, it's a another another where were you moment? I could tell. I, I I'm, I'm sitting laying down watching uh, Netflix, and I get the I get the Adam Adam set the tweet, and I'm like, Andrew Luck retiring. I said, I, and, and I tweeted immediately. He must have been hacked. Like this is this this has to be, because it, it it doesn't make sense to me. I, I never seen I never seen this story happen at this point at this time, of what and, and, you know at in this moment because this is during the Colts game. They're, he's on the sideline on the field, like he's not dressed out playing, but he's on because he's got a calf injury, and one one have to one have to mention maybe the calf was 
Kevin Durant esque where this might be the Achilles, like it's close to tearing maybe. And they 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 talked about it, but they didn't really talked about it. They didn't really say how bad it was. And we never knew. We just know he stopped practicing and you know, <clears throat> you don't want that Kevin Durant situation happen again where your Achilles because football player it's hard dude especially from quarterback you have a lot of you have to draw back and a lot of stops and stuff and you know that would have been very devastating to come back from so I guess before he could that could even happen let's just get out out the games all together and uh that's where we're going to start the Colts and we talk I mean yes we got the luck situation but if we're going to stick to now let's move on what's going to happen I mean we pretty much had Colts as a lock as long as luck was there but now that he's not you know I think this division has a real, real strong sense of going back to one of the worst. I mean, you, you remember hey, the AFC South when Peyton, when Peyton Manning was there. It was like Jags was you know, after Fred Taylor, Mark Brunel, them guys, and David Garrod. The Jags wasn't they was yeah, sorry. Byron left with you. They had right. the Texans never had no quarterback, so they you know they might have made the playoffs with ten wins, but they wasn't really you, you didn't put them in the Super Bowl contenders category. Uh, and the Titans just got you know the Titans always average, and that's just how they were. Whether they nine and seven, seven and nine, eight and eight. That's that's still an average record. So now we're back in the now we're back in the realm again, where this this team this this division could possibly put two teams in the playoffs. But now only the division win is going. And from the Colts standpoint, you're talking about Jacoby Brissett, um, him as a quarterback. And I mean, he has the and, and and this this is the big difference between 2017 and 2018. So let's let's talk about it. So Jacoby Brissett as a starter, four and eleven, uh, 59. Percent completion, uh, 13 touchdowns, seven picks, only averaged about 195 yards per game. That is terrible from a, just a quarterback standpoint. But when you dive deep into it, this was at the time was the worst offensive line in football. Um, Which is why like Andrew Luck was hurt and couldn't play. Exactly, exactly. Why Jacoby even play in the first place? Uh, Jacoby, Jacoby, I, I mean, who think more athletic, Jacoby or Andrew Luck? Or pretty much in the same boat, probably. Uh, different values. Uh, I would still go luck though. Okay, so but let's even 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 if it's not a two drop far drop off, Jacoby can still get out the pocket and move around, get get out of Harvest way if need be. Uh, and that wasn't the case. He was sacked fifty two times, which led the lead. So you know, and 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 what did they do? They well, first of all, Ryan Kelly was out. They drafted him, and he was out for the whole season. He was going. Um, I think with shoulder or something like that. But Ryan Kelly's back healthy. They draft Quentin Nelson. It's not a sexy pick, but it was the pick of the draft, um, 2018. And then they got Braden Smith in the second round. They did all those th- those you know, Kelly back, and that that's, that right side is back. You got one of the best, I would say, one of the best uh, tackles in Anthony Kazania. Kazania, um, I can't say his name right. Um, and they they got and they got another guard that that helped shore that line. And Angelo with and and. As far as 52 times in, in 2017, now it's only 21 times by Andrew Luck the last season. So, with that being said, with, with the defense getting better, when you got as, you add somebody like Darius Leonard, and we know we've been pretty much high on the coach defense coming up this season. We know we know their defense is rising. We know you got Ebron, you got Doyle, you got T.Y., you got Marlon Mack, who's now, you know, I would say a prominent running back. He's not an elite league running back. You, you, know, you know his name, and you know you have to worry about him. Um, still got Naheem Hines. You know, you you, you got you got to you draft the Paris Campbell this season. Got Devin Funches in free agency, and I think this is this is a this could be another team where a game manager quarterback can get you the Super Bowl. That that tier three quarterback can win you a Super Bowl. You know, like the like Nick Foles uh, a couple years ago, 
uh, even if Keenum had a one instead of the Eagles, you know, stuff like that. When you when you put a guy in there and with a good running game and a good defense, they can win. He got all the pieces around him this time that he didn't have two years ago. He got a better defense now, a better uh, I would say a better coach. Um, and in my in my eyes, especially better offensive coach because Pagano is defensive based and the defense was good. You know, I kind I, I kind of hate that. I don't know if you know know about me. It's like if you offensive. I think your offense. This is be your strength, yeah. Right, yeah. So you can't. So Pagano, he's more of a coordinator, in my opinion. So him having a bad defense, he was being saved by Angel Luck, um, which is which you know defense coordinator. You can survive that, like just like Bill Belichick. I won't say saved by Brady, but you know having McDaniel's and Brady, you know you can focus on your on your craft only. You have to, don't have to worry about the offense because you have a guy like Brady, you have a guy like Angel Luck. Um, but we got now you got Jacoby, the offensive guy who can help him out, Frank Wright has an opportunity to coach his behind off this season. Now, all of a sudden, he got changed gears within one night. But, you know, I think Jacoby can be in that tier three where I have everything around me perfectly, and I can I can help this team. I want to say win the Super Bowl, but let's say, let's just take it one step at a time. Let's make the playoffs. Let's, let's, let's try to win the division. Um, so, I think, you know, as far as that, maybe Jacoby can do something. Um, you know, this, this, this team was pretty much, you know, Good as uh, far yeah, loaded, you know, yeah, and this is the team I you know I had Super Bowl aspirations for them as well. Uh top ten in you know yards per game. Uh red zone touchdown was top five. Like this team they could put points on the board, top ten in that. And then now it was just you know top half and running the ball. So now what? No Andrew Luck does can Jacoby be solid enough to overcome uh, Andrew Luck probably win 11, 12 games to can we get nine? Can we, you know, can we get enough? You know, and that's that's what the coach had to answer. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much to still un- <clears throat> still unpack about this. You know, it it's so sudden. You know, it's so many questions and what like where do they go from here? Do they? Of course, they're gonna have a set for this year, but what do they do in the future? Do they draft the quarterback coming up? Um, will they be bad enough to get a QB like at the top, like a uh, Herbert or Tua? Um, but I think the roster's too good for them to be that bad, so they may fall in the middle of the uh, middle of the pack as far as the draft pick. They still could win a division just because the roster is so loaded and emerging defense. This is going to be the best team Andrew Luck had since he's been there. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm very surprised that he retired. But um, he had a hell of a career. He won't be Hall of Fame, but. Um, still for the time he being, he would he would he was on the, he was on the trajectory. Yeah, he would he would have been easily. Yeah, he was on that trajectory. Fitted three wins, thirty three losses, uh, a lot of passing yards, almost twenty four, almost twenty four thousand, twenty three, six hundred seventy one. Um, he he had a, he had a good career. Uh, he just kind of got marred by injuries due to when he walked in, they didn't have the overline protection for him, but now they have that. So, like you said, Jacoby could. Lead them to playoff, could lead them to the division. Um, who knows? Um, but we know one thing: Frank Wright, he's gonna have to have to put on a coaching a coaching clinic to, to get this team to the playoffs. Because, like, I, I think Jacoby is a good QB, but he's just not like you said; he's not Andrew Luck. So, um, how far he can take you, I'm not sure. I had the Colts versus the Eagles as my Super Bowl prediction, um, but of course now I'm gonna. Back back off of that. <laughs> without, without, without hey, be and, bold, man. Be bold. <laughs> yeah, without Andrew Luck, I'm back and back off of Colts Eagles for the Super Bowl. 
But I hope he can step away from the game, get his get his health right, you know, get back, just find the love of football again, you know, be with his family and get himself healthy. Hopefully in a year or two he can come back and resume his career. Um, I can't think of anybody who's done that from the as a quarterback in um, NFL history, but maybe he can be the first guy to take a little time off and, and come back. The Colts did a very, very noble thing of even letting him keep all the money, um, $58-something million dollars he could have had to pay back, but they let him keep it as a partner gift, which is very um, – that, that's, that's, a, that's a stand-up team to, to do that. And um, just just like a week ago, man, I wrote the article about did the, the Colts win the deal of letting Peyton go and – Drafting luck, like moving on, and I think now I, I said in like only time will tell. But I think now time has told us that the Colts lost that that deal because we now see that luck is retiring. And in the years that Peyton was with Denver, four four playoff runs, uh, made two Super Bowls, won an MVP, broke a lot of records one season, and of course they lost that Super Bowl to Seattle, but he did still. Game managed one on the back end with an elite defense with Von Miller and those guys to win one his last season. So I think with now we we have the full hindsight of what happened. The Colts would probably trade uh, those four years with Peyton Manager instead of having Andrew Luck now. <laughs> yeah, I mean especially like because they they I mean they didn't put no investment into getting Jacoby Brissett. Uh, they traded Phil Dorsett and uh, I can't I think maybe maybe. Maybe a pick was involved, not too sure, but they got rid of some somebody who didn't pan out as well, and it's crazy, you know. Jacoby, I, mean, I, I guess technically Jacoby, uh, Jacoby Brissett was a first round pick because Phil Dorsett was, and they traded him for for. You know, I, th- I think it was straight up. So they they still got a you know first as far as capital wise, they got somebody in return like that. So they got kind of saved because I would say Jacoby is one of the best out backups in the league. So, uh, but like I said, you you point to it. That we believe in this defense. This defense was was we talk about ranking wise. You know, the past defense was coming along. I think it was fifteenth rank last season, but top ten almost everything else. Points allowed, yards allowed, rushing defense, uh, red zone defense. Uh, you know, they 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 didn't really get that great in sacks, but they added Justin uh, Justin Houston. Um, third down percentage. You got to, you just got to assume that there's Leonard second year. He's going to help improve that. And like I said, a lot of emerging guys that the defense is going to take another step and could be top ten um, defense. And and you know and that's the and that's the irony about everything because you, you look let's look let's look at um a, a, a couple a couple guys you know, that come to mind whether that's um let's say like Adrian Peterson for example where Minnesota could never do anything um, passing game wise and now once he left we, uh, Pat Sherman had him top ten now they got a quarterback in Kirk Cousins they only got one year with Brett Favre and they went far but his, his whole career was kind of like him or nothing and now he's you know past his prime he's gone uh I, I can't think of, is anybody else like that kind of like where the team struggled the whole time as soon as he leave they get good um i want to i want to say i can't think of anybody else right now but it's it's yeah, happened it, like that a few, a few it's times, had, yeah sure. quite, quite a time yeah quite a time where you know as soon as you leave now what y'all was struggling that y'all great at and you know that's just you know that's just i mean that's just how how, how the cookie crumbles and Talking about a coach team that was sorry at defense when Angelo took over, sorry offensive line, barely any weapons. Now you're talking about a complete roster where the defense is good, the offensive line is one of the best to, best in the game, and as as a receiving core, as a you know as your weapon a, a weaponry, you got probably top five when you talk about all weapons included. Um, 
you know, and that that's just that just sucks that that look don't get to be a part of that. And like you said, this probably was his best team, um, probably his best coach um, that he's ever had. Um, so it's kind of it's kind of bad. I mean, it's it's just it just it just sad that it happened it happened to happen this way. And um, you know, like I, said, I I think because the coach paid him that money. I think I, I I think you and you even said that he may come back. I I I, I really, I'm a, I'm gonna hold my hat on that and um and, and say that he will. Um, I think he's going to I think he's going to come back maybe a year or two down the line, um and come back. Hopefully the Colts don't invest in uh in anything too greatly like you know like you said draft a quarterback first round. Hopefully they just you know kind of underpaid Jacoby maybe give him seventeen million dollars for maybe two seasons or something. And look and come back. Yeah, um, that, and Luck is not old either. Like it's getting the point. Right. Out. Like he, he, like, yeah, he, 30, he, yeah, he'll be thirty in like two weeks. I think his birthday is September eleven, twelve, something like that. So he'll be thirty in like a couple weeks. But right. So, so yeah, he, he, he still have time year, to come back. Yeah. As if he come back in a year or two, let's say thirty two years old. I mean, that's that's and then two years off your body. You know, that's that's probably he can go eight more years and go go to forty. And you got to think a fifteen year career, definitely a Hall of Fame if, if he's on the same you know same the same talent which we which we know about him. So. um you know, and that's and that's the code. So let's we can go back to 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 the Texans because I'm pretty sure we're gonna be talking intertwined with all these teams is because we have no idea who who could win the division now. Uh, so Texans who did win the division last year, they finished 11 and five um, last year. Bill O'Brien, as a coach, he's okay. Um, I think I think he's okay, but he when you got Deshaun Watson now, you know the pressure's off of him is trying to survive with duct tape in the quarterback position. Um, but we we know the Texans struggle. Um, it's just the offensive line. The offensive line is terrible. Lamar Miller got hurt in the same game uh, in the preseason game this, this past weekend against the Cowboys, and he's been torn. It so it said that he's torn the ACL. He's done for the year. They got Duke Johnson a trade uh, earlier, and now I think there it was a conditional pick where Duke Johnson played X amount of games. The the pick <laughs> goes up around, <laughs> and and now that you know you didn't have to do that because you had Lamar Miller, so. As far as snap percentage wise, you could have got away with it and not have to give up so much to do. But I think now it's going to turn into a third round pick because who else you got right now? And unless unless they go pick up Doug Martin, who's been cut, you know he's not good anyway. But if you, if you go pick up a name to, to help you out, I mean, because the rest of the guys I never heard of. So um, they, they let go after Blue. Maybe the Bills. Maybe the Bills. Lashawn McCoy. Uh, T.J. Yeldon, I think I think one of those guys ain't gonna make no, the team. No, not not T.J. Yeah, so so hey, so that's perfect. I mean, I mean, I'm not saying perfect, but T.J. Yeldon had 77 targets last year in the running game, in the passing game. So I think with the offensive line you got, you're gonna have to do what Saquon Barkley did last year. That's just to dump it off to the running back, let him go free. And I think Duke Johnson, and you bring in Yeldon, or you bring in the, uh, I mean, you bring in Sean McCoy. Who knows? I mean, he can do something. At least he had the, he had the, you know, the the offense and and defense to keep him in games to do something. So maybe. You know, maybe maybe that's an option. I don't, I don't know what Texans are going to do, but the Texans, I think this this is one of my pullback candidates um, before the luck injury, um, as far as winning the division. Because I'm just going I'm just going to name name the quarterbacks real quick that they played last season. All right, so played Mariota twice. We know that, and we know we we think he's bad. Played Eli last year, Bortles twice. They played a rookie Josh Allen, a rookie Sam Darnold, a rookie uh, Baker. They play Alex Smith. They play Case Keenum. They play Ryan Tannehill, and they play Nick Foles. So it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> like you didn't you got to avoid everything. I mean, they did play Tom Brady, and they did play Andrew Luck. That was the best quarterback they played all season. And you know, when you when you when you get lucky like that, your defense already been good. 
you get chances to win, and that's what Texas took advantage of. So I can't say that you know they didn't take what they did what they do, but they took they took advantage of that. And now they have to see Drew Brees, they got to see uh, they, they got to see Phillip Rivers, they got to see Pat Mahomes, they got to see Cam, they got to or if he if he's healthy, got to see Matt Ryan. So like now they have to see these upper upper uh, upper echelons of quarterbacks, and not to mention the the place they're in. So they they had to so they uh they won the division, meaning they had to play. Lamar Jackson, that's not really saying too much, but you know, as far as he's, you know, he's two years in, he better, he's not a rookie anymore, should I say? He, he might not be Baker talent, but you know, he's better, he's better like that. And you got, like I said, you got Tom Brady again, um, and like the whole AFC, the whole AFC uh, West. So the the Texans, I think they're pulled back because they're gonna they're gonna face quarterbacks of of better of, that that will be better than what they did last year, and. If their offense is not up to par, Deshaun Watson gets banged up with no running game to lean off of. You're talking about struggling, um, and I think the Texans are, are a very pullback candidate, even even before and now with Angela gone. Can they still somehow win the division? Probably because Deshaun Watson is that good. But um, can they? I mean, they have been winning in divisions without any quarterback, so maybe they get lucky again. But I don't know. Uh, what do you think about it? I'm gonna disagree with you. Um, as far as pulled back from 11 wins, yes, um, but I think they can still win the division. Just like, like it's, it's really gonna be the most wide open division outside of the NFC South. Um, but 11 wins is really far fetched. But I think just looking at the schedule, um, they can still fall in line with the the status quo of Bill O'Brien of at least nine wins because the last four games are gonna be against Denver, Tennessee twice, and Tampa Bay. Four winnable games. They have the Colts twice. No Andrew Luck. Both winnable. They're gonna get the Jacks uh, at home, and then they're gonna get the Jacks also in London. Um, so hey, Jack, games. Jags in London. That's a loss. Hey, so, yeah. So winnable <laughs> games though. Winnable games. And they have <laughs> they have Oakland, and then they have Carolina. So out of those games, they should you know, they should be able to win majority of those. But I think Saints, Chargers, Chiefs, Patriots at Baltimore and New England. Those are some games where you kind of feel like ah they they won't be favored in those Falcons they won't they won't be favored in those games so um, they still need to figure out that the, what is Jadavion Clowney situation they need to figure that out I'm not sure mm-hmm. why they haven't if you're gonna franchise tag him he needs to sign it or trade him you got to go and figure that out um, I'm in favor of just going and giving him a long term deal because he's one of the he's on that on that tier two of game changing defensive players because you have Bobby Wagner and Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Von Miller, those kind of guys, Luke Keekley. Now I think Jadavion's on that 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 one point five level two tier. Right, 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 <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's exactly yeah. And then when JJ Watt is getting a little older, get older, yeah. Still, but both of them together is dangerous. <laughs> Very yeah, dangerous. Like, um, like last year, I had Texans as my fantasy football defense because I I knew what they were gonna do. Like you got Clowney, you got Watt, you got Merciless, and just some, just the guys on the, you know. On that secondary, they can – well, first of all, not many teams are going to get behind you because these guys are bringing so much pressure so your secondary exactly. is kind of alleviated by having all those guys. So I kind of believe in – I believe in Texas last year, and it, and it paid off for me. I didn't win a fantasy championship, but for having an elite fantasy defense, I did have one of those. But um, just look at some of the quarterbacks Bill O'Brien's won nine games with. So I think Deshaun Watson <laughs> and, and that offense can um, – can easily get to nine and you know nine and seven. They probably won't, but they, they definitely won't get 
10 wins, 11 wins, but I think they can get eight and eight or nine and seven win the division because he's won. He went nine and seven in 2014 with Fitzpatrick going six and six, Case Keenum two and no, Ryan Mallett one and one. 2015, they had pretty much almost the the same crop uh, of like talent wise anyway. Brandon Wheaton one and no, TJ mm, Gates two and no, Ryan mm. Mallett one and three, then Brian Hoyer went five and four. 2016, that was another uh, nine and seven year where they. They won the wild card game against the Raiders and lost to the Patriots in the divisional round. But again, similar QB talent. Brock Gosweiler going eight and six. Tom Savage went one and one. So outside of 2017, where they went four and 12, Deshaun Watson went three and three. Tom Savage went one and six. And TJ Gates went 0 oh and three. Outside of that year, he's won nine games every year. And of course, this past year, Watson fully healthy and they won 11 games. So I think right, at yeah. minimum, nine and seven for. Uh, Houston, they're gonna probably win the division and lock them up a four seed in the playoffs. <laughs> four seed and then not favorite at home. <laughs> that's what, exactly. That's, what, that's, what, that's what's gonna be it. Um, so let's move on to the Titans. Uh, nine and seven last year. This is, I mean, that's pretty much their range every single year. Seven nine nine and seven wins. Um, you know, we both are staying right here and say it. You know, Mariota is the worst quarterback in the league. I think I would take at least one quarterback from each and every team before I would choose. Marcus Mariota. I would take Tannehill, um, who was on his team, before I take him. <laughs> and and the bad thing about it, people say like he's so good. I mean, what is he? What has he shown? You know, to be good at? Uh, I can run through the numbers and it's all from from just a strictly quarterback. Now, of course, he has the legs. Of course, we we know that, but he's not Lamar Jackson with the legs. He's not Dak Prescott with the legs or Russell Wilson with the legs. Um, but as far as passing the ball, we talk about passing yards per game. Two thousand fifteen. He was two, he he passed about two hundred thirty four yards per game, nineteen touchdowns, ten picks. That was ranked twenty six as far as yards per game that year. Uh, Garbage. The, the following season, two hundred twenty eight. So he went down, but he had twenty six touchdowns that year, with nine picks. Uh, and that was ranked twenty fifth as far as yards per game. Uh, Garbage. Then two thousand seventeen, the numbers are getting worse and worse the last three years. I mean, the one I told you about, but. He was ranked 18. He he only threw the ball 215 yards per game, which was almost 20, 20 yards less than the previous season. But he was 18th, but he was behind Blake Bortles and Josh McCown. So it's not like he was great. And, and, and that season also didn't have Andrew Luck. Uh, we're talking about Deshaun Watson towards ACL. So you got a lot. And I think that was Aaron Rodgers being hurt that year. So a lot of quarterbacks wasn't there. And he was, he was 18th. Um, he had 13 touchdowns and 15 picks. I mean, <laughs> and then last season, 180 yards per game. Which was thirtieth, eleven touchdowns, and eight picks. So he Garbage. may be a game manager. He may be a game manager, but he's the worst one. Um, he, he need to manage to get on the bench. That's, that's what he need. That's what he need. He need, to, he need to manage the water boy. That's what he need to. Because uh, that's about it. Because if it wasn't for the running game, if it wasn't for the defense being three points allowed, the defense only gave up eighteen points a game. I mean, so you only had to score nineteen to win the game, and night and and. And that's like that's what they did. They was they scored ninety points a game, which ranked twenty seventh in 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 the NFL. Ninety points a game, that's twenty seventh. Give eighteen points, that's third in the league. So you you talking about a top a top top defense? This is top five in points allowed, top ten in yards allowed. Uh, the rushing defense kind kind of was in the middle of the pack, but passing defense was top ten. They red zone touchdowns. If you get in the red zone, you're not scoring a touchdown on Tennessee. You're kicking field goals. Um, and third down percentage, they got they got off the field as well. 
So you're talking about a defense that's, that's already great with Mike Vrabel because he's a defensive guy, so he's doing what he's supposed to do, have the defense right. They had Matt LaFleur, who, was, who run the ball, and he's pretty good at that. But this is one of the worst passing yard passing teams in the league, ranked 29th last season. So they're not good when it comes to passing the ball. They're good in every other phase. And as long as he's the quarterback, they won't win. Um, so if they change the 10 here midseason, they change the 10 here to start the season off. They might win 10 games. Then they, they might win 10 games and win the division because we're saying te- if Texans get nine, they can win the division. But if Mario's the quarterback, he's going to hold them back. And, and, it's like, you know, I'm not saying Derrick Henry that all great running back, but, you know, him and Deion Lewis together, that's one hell of a running back committee. And they proved that last season with, the, with their rankings. They had one of the best offensive lines now. They fixed it because they kept getting hurt, and they fixed it. So now it was on you to th- you know, be able to throw the ball. You didn't have Delaney Walker last season, but now he's back. You're talking about Corey Davis, who I think would be a somewhat better quarterback if it wasn't for Mariota. Adam Humphreys, who you've seen what he done with Jamie Winston and Fitzpatrick, he's, he's a solid guy, and he chose the money. Instead, instead, instead of uh, instead of the right situation, uh, they didn't draft AJ Brown, who I who I love coming out of college, but now he's on the, he's on there. So they have the receiving core, tight ends, the running backs. They have all that offensive line, the defense, and and Ryan suck is Ryan suck up the kicker, I, I believe. Yep. So you got you. So you got one. He's consistent. Yeah. Yeah. So you got one of the best kickers in the game. I think Mike Vrabel is one of the best young coaches in the game, especially defensive minded. So you have everything perfect, man, and it's it's one thing that no that that we may be the only people seeing it, but I mean some people have seen it as well. You know the famous guys and on, on TV has said it as as Mariota's a problem, um, and until they fix that, so they just they realize that, uh, which they have because one thing Jim Winston didn't get paid yet because of what off the field stuff. Whether he's the guy, he has the uh, he has the other issues. What's Mariota issues? Why why haven't they signed him to a contract? Uh, why has every mock draft has Tennessee getting a quarterback? Um, so it's it's kind of the point. The writing is on the wall, and I feel like everybody who likes Mariota is not paying attention to it. I think they're they're oblivious to it. Yeah, they they have to go with Tannehill. I don't see why not. Um, look at this. Look at Mariota's stats are deceiving, but only to a certain degree because some teams they're they're behind, so they throw the ball more. Some teams are ahead, so right. they run the ball more. So. Stats are a little bit deceiving. They can always paint the picture you're trying to paint, but at the same time, when you kind of see, like, all right, this is consistent, we know this is your pattern and this is what you are. Um, I think they should go with – I guess they're going to go with Mario to start off just to say, all right, let's do what he has. Are we going to pay give him? one yeah. last chance. Are we going to yeah. pay him or are we going to move on? But I think they should go with Tannehill from day one or at least after about the third or fourth game when you see Mariota is not the guy – or he falls into his same old trend of getting hurt. I mean, Tannehill's record, he's been about a 500 QB as a starter when he's done about 13 or more games. Well, really, every year he's been about a 500 quarterback except for one year. But think about his situation. He's never Sorry. had, he's never had right. good situations in Miami. So if, exactly. you, if you put Tannehill, who is a guaranteed almost 4,000-yard passer, about 25 – 26 TDs probably get you about 10 to 12 INTs. If you put that on this Tennessee offense with those receivers, Humphreys, like you said, Humphreys, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, who's dying to emerge, and you and, <laughs> and you still have like little, I won't call them sleeper guys, but underrated guys like Taewon Taylor and Tajay Sharp, Delaney Walker, you have the weapons there. So if you give you hand Tannehill that, they're gonna win 10 games. Like yeah. Yep. I, I don't 
I don't see why you wouldn't hand it to him. Um, I don't know, man. I don't see why people are hanging on to Mariota. The, the, the one year that Tannehill had good weapons and a good coach with the Dolphins, he, he was 8-5 as a starter and the team won 10 games. They went 10-6 and made the playoffs. So we know what Tannehill can do. He's not an old QB. He's only 30-31. He still has plenty of game left. I just don't see what the the love affairs with Mariota mean. People be trying to say he's better than Andy Dawson. I'm like, Andy Dawson can at least get you 25 touchdowns consistently. He'll pass for about 3,500 to 4,000 yards on any given season. Mariota has never thrown for 3,000 yards in a season. <laughs> and they want to – now, if Tennessee is completely fine with just being average, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean 3,500 yards in a season. Like Mariota's always going to be about – his rookie season, he was 2,800 yards. His second year, he was 3,400 yards. His third year, 3,200 yards. And then this past season, he was 2,500 yards. He's never going to get you 3,500 to 4,000 yards because there are going to be some games where you have to drive the ball down the field to make plays. Or if you need a game-winning drive because he can't freaking throw the ball, you're going to lose the game. <laughs> at, right. at least Andy Dalton and, and Tannehill and Derek Carr, guys who people think Mariota's better than, at least they can do that. And well, thing I hate, I think hey, I think I hate the the game winning drive stats because the like QB gets the credit for it, and somebody just, we and, talk, and Derek here can make, yeah. can break a ninety nine yard runoff. <laughs> and we, we talked about Ryan Suckup. Ryan Suckup can make a fifty yard field goal, so you get down to the fifty yard, you know, so when you make that, that's that's considered a game winning drive. And that's, I mean, Tennessee don't beat they beat in the games. It's not like they get him blown out and, and he's bringing them back out of out of you know out of nothing. He can't do that. That's not that's not what he that's not what he he's capable of doing. Man, the dude and only has one year of over twenty touchdown passes. 19, 26, 13, 11. Right. You're not gonna, you're, is, you're not winning games with a QB only getting thirteen TDs. Like guys should have thirteen TDs by week four. <laughs> thirteen thirteen is just not is it's not good. I, and I understand it's, it's a reason why they drafted Derrick Henry. It's a reason why they got the offensive line, they got run blockers, it's a reason why they got Deion Lewis. Like they, they 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 did everything in their power, everything in their power, to to make to to make Tennessee to make Mariota comfortable as far as the weapons, offensive line. They did everything they need to do as far as that is that concerned. And and Tennessee is a good team. I I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee can go far. I think Tennessee can do what they have to do. If they had the right quarterback. And you know whether whether that's whether that's go Teddy Hill, which it should be, or draft a quarterback next year. I think any quarterback right now is probably. It's probably better than, probably better than him, and and that's that's the bad thing about it, you know. Um, man, I don't I know. Man. I, I, I want to cover all the bases, so I don't want to give people any room to give Mario the credit. Like people say, he's dual threat. Well, he's not even making up for it with his legs. He only gets two rushing touchdowns per year, and he had five in twenty seventeen. So he has eleven total rushing TDs for his career. So this whole dual threat notion that's that's invalid. The guy only has. 1,200 rushing yards, and he only had one year where he got more than two rushing TDs. So I don't, I don't want to hear no Mariota is he can do it. I mean, this guy played 14 games last year, started 13, and only has 11 passing touchdowns. That's not even that's barely one touchdown per game. Really, not even that if you started 13 games, you're, you're averaging less than one touchdown per game. Yeah, and I would say the only thing that's that you know that I guess you can give Mariota passes. Outside of last year, you know, uh, he, he does change office coordinators a lot. Um, no, I ain't giving him that either. But, but, but this year, the office coordinator, you know, he's more of a – he was a tight ends coach, offensive line 
coach before, so it's kind of like you didn't you 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 didn't give him the opportunity. Matt Lafleur came in and left quickly, but even even the even the Kyle Shanahan slash Sean McVay disciple <laughs> couldn't even get uh, Mariota to be you know somewhat somewhat solid, and it, that's all Tennessee needs is you know solid, and they could they could do the rest of it with defense and run the ball, and. They 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 they're getting they're getting away there and I, I I'm just want to say everybody now they're winning despite of him. Yes, they got nine wins, but they're winning because not because of him. Eighteen points, bro. They, that that's all they have. That's all they allow. And he only gives you one touchdown, so he only putting six points on the board. That's just come on, man. That's you know it's that's crazy. just like the I mean, dude QBR is in the fifties. Like come on, man. Yeah, and like I said, then they're winning. They're winning despite of. He threw Mariota threw a touchdown on accident. I mean, that, to himself, like he the ball got hit. Well, he had somebody helmet and he caught it. Like, like this. That's, that's, I mean, are we praising somebody because he can do that? Like, that's just you know. I just I don't know. Tennessee, start Tannehill or go get Eli freaking Manning and try to get you at least Eli is at least competent. He can at least get you something done with them weapons. Yeah, he 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 can he can he can make you not twenty nine and pass me yards per game. <laughs> like like yeah, I, he, he, I, don't, I don't care how old Eli is. Eli will. We've seen Eli win Super Bowls with good defenses and, and good offensive talent. Even though he's older now, I'm sure he can still find him in and win a couple of games. If Mariota's winning games, I know Eli can win some games with his Tennessee <laughs> talent. Oh man, that's just, that's that's funny. Uh, so Tennessee man, do what we said because you gonna you gonna waste time. You gonna waste talent. You are gonna waste time. Delaney Walker's on his last, you know, last legs. Come on, man. Let's 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 do it right, you know, and, and, and try to and this is a perfect timing because I mean now you, you have to you don't you don't need because Angel Love's going, it's it's wide open. So come on. Um Jacksonville, five and eleven. Uh after going to the AFC championship last season, they are are one of the teams of that fifty percent that don't that didn't make it back. Um, but you know, I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are in a good spot. Especially now with no injury luck, uh, the the defense was the defense. It's still top five in the league. It's still a problem. You're not going to walk in and think you're going to just have your way with them. Um, points allowed, it was fourth. They it just they they couldn't score. That's that, that was the problem. They couldn't score enough. All you got to do is score 21 points, and they win the game. They win every game last season. So, um, and that's why they brought Nick Foles in. They they, they did the right thing. And got rid of their incompetent quarterback, unlike Tennessee. Uh, go get Nick Foles. Um, he's a that, that's that's definitely an upgrade. Um, the receiving core they didn't make any splashes. Um, I think D.D. Westbrook and D.J. Chark and all them guys like that. They they're they're I think they're solid enough um, to where Nick Foles can do something. Um, I think they probably should have they probably should have been one of the teams to go after Antonio Brown or go after OBJ. They probably should have made a big splash like that. Um, but you know Tom Coughlin down there, and he don't want to deal with any dramas. So I yeah, he, he he doesn't he doesn't do deep wide receivers. He doesn't right. do all that. He's a, he's still right. a, a old school. He come in, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. come in, get the job done. We're not gonna have all that crazy stuff. Right, and then he's a, he already don't like you know Leonard Fournette as it is. So it's kind of like whatever. But you know, I think I think the Jaguar team can right the ship. I think you know with a fourth place schedule, that's how you cheat your way back into the top. Um, you know, and they're playing the AFC West. So that's what you know. That's that's Jeez, two charges. teams they can win. So they can beat Broncos and they can beat Raiders because if you if you talk about defensive battle, Broncos and Jaguars, you're gonna lean Jaguars probably more. And offensive wise, I mean, do you trust Nick Foles or do you trust Flacco? So we, you know, what I'm saying so it's not like it's not like Broncos some crazy team. So they they can win two games out of there. NFC South, I mean, I, they can beat 
they can beat Carolina. I mean, I can see they, that. They, they, can, they, can, they can really beat every team in NFC South, honestly, because defense, they have the defense to sit down. And if you if Nick Foles can get – like I said, Nick Foles only going to get you 24 points, and that's just – and that's just doing what you gotta do to win the game. And Jaguars beat in the games for every time. Like they beat in, the, they just don't have to go get the guy to get him over the hump. And Nick Foles can get you there a little bit. So, um, you know, I think I think the Nick Foles signing is is more, probably going to be the most underrated signing of the season, uh, just out of any teams. And you know, that's that just enough right there can put you back in the top because if we're saying two or three quarterbacks can get with a defense and a running back, well, Jaguars got both of that. So. You know they're right there, uh, right there in the mix of things. And I think the offensive line is getting better. I want to say they sound another. They sound somebody else down in the offensive line to get that offensive line right. I can't think of his name, but uh, I think they all the points inside. I mean they don't go but up. Um, the offense was offense was their last almost in points per game, uh, and they were pretty much you no know, pretty much bad offense all the way around. So I think this season this is where the offense gets right. They brought in Filippo, who's a pass happy guy. So you're talking about a team that if they can open up the play the playbook. You know, teams they not they won't be so predictable and just run the ball and can't stack the box. So whether that whether the a receiver can emerge or whether Nick Foles is good enough to get receivers open, you know, that's the question that they have to answer. I love where Jacksonville is going right now. They they continue to draft offense. They they really took advantage of everybody else being I won't say crazy, um, because there were other good players there, but Josh Allen at seven, still. And you add that to a defense that you already have with Miles Jack, AJ right. Boye, Jalen Ramsey, man, we can just name it. Calais they Campbell, Marcel Darius. They basically just they basically just just replaced um, Fowler just for you know just for a younger guy who can be just as good you know. So I mean, the the defense is getting better and better every single year. Yeah, and it's ran, crazy. Drafted Jawan Taylor, who was a projected first round pick, but you know, situations allowed him to fall fall into the draft. So they that's what their first two picks. They, in my opinion, they hit on a. That's an A plus. Yeah, A plus draft. So they got because they got. I mean, because Dewan Taylor and Dewan Taylor and Allen was two top ten picks all season long. So you know, all you know, all college year long, and then, and then Taylor failed. So with a, with a knee issue, but I mean, who 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 knows how that go? But I think we. I, I mean, right, as we're talking about it, you know, I, I'm. I'm very, very. I'm, I'm leaning. I'm leaning. I'm leaning. Yeah. I'm leaning. Yeah. Because yeah. right even though they don't, they don't have that standout receiver like you said, DJ Shark, Keelan Cole, sign Chris Collins from the Cheese, Marquise Lee. Hopefully he gets healthy and can, you know, do his thing. DD Westbrook. So they have a who's who of receivers, but I think you kind of want that because nobody can key in and try to stop this guy, that guy. You can't, just, yeah. You don't know who to guard. You know who gonna go, yeah, who gonna kill him this week. Yeah. yeah. If, if, if for fantasy, you went you went draft the Jazz receiver anyway, but for Standard NFL football, nobody can key in on who's the ball going to every week. You just got to just play the game. All you know is they're going to be a run first team with Fortnite, and they brought in Alfred Blue. Um, but I think they can, if, as long as they can manage about 24 points, 25 points. That's enough. That's enough. Nick Foles can get you that. Because um, de- their defense is going to hold, hold teams. The only question you we really can have about the Jazz offensively outside of receivers or Outside of Fournette staying healthy is Nick Foles. He's never started a full season. Um, the most games he started was he started ten games in twenty thirteen, and when he did do that, it was a twenty seven touchdown, two interception, twenty almost twenty nine hundred yard season. Um, and even the year after that, he came back and went six and two. Stats weren't there: twenty one hundred yards, thirteen TDs, ten interceptions. So, um, but 
we've seen when he does start some games, he can be productive. Um, I think the Philadelphia situation kind of reignited his career with playing those three games and getting to the Super Bowl and having that shootout with New England. And then this past year, another, I think, five games going 4-1, and one, and they went and beat the um, the Bears. So uh, if you take his rookie season all, his uh, from 2013 to last year, his QB record is 25-13. and 13. He has a 60 rounded up 62% completion percentage, 62 TDs, 28 INTs. Um, so about averaging about 201 yards a game. That won't do it. He'll have to step up on that front. If he's going to keep 200 yards a game, he's Mario the Eskin. Not this. I'm not for that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you base off what he did last year at Philadelphia in those five games, he averaged per game 282 yards passing, um, which is that's, that's doable. So if you can do that, uh, you'll definitely be fine. So I think that's their biggest question. Yeah. Can he be a starter for the whole season? And then just – I mean, they paid him, so you got to hope he does. And how does he adjust to that? And can he make those plays when they need him? Right. And and I think the, the biggest thing between difference between uh, – from the, from the Jags, between the Titans, Texans, the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Seattle, is that they're, they can rely on the defense – but they can get enough points to where they win the games. And, and that's what Jacksonville has to get back to because when they did that previous year, they could put points on the board. So uh, now I ain't saying you, you, you know, that's the top 10, it was top 10 scoring, but it was, it was good enough to put boards on the board to make them what I think 13 and three this year or 12 and four, whatever it was to get to the conference championship game and be one game away from Super Bowl. And one it wasn't play four, away, man. Like, yeah, it was just like a player two away. Exactly. So you talk about uh, a team that went, a team that went first to worst. Who's possibly going to be back to first again? And you know, I think they. I'm, I'm leaning Jacksonville right now. Um, yeah, as of today, considering the Andrew Luck news and the the Texans, he's not a standout running back. Um, but losing Lamar Miller to the ACL, you no know, get well soon. Not having Clowney locked up. Based on Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien's pedigree of always getting nine wins, they would be the safe pick. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and go. After just talking through it, looking at the schedule, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna go ahead and roll with Jags at about nine and seven themselves, having a tiebreaker and getting a division, getting that getting that fourth uh, that fourth seed because there's no way there'll be a top three seed. They'll just get that last <laughs> whoever whoever <laughs> wins the division. Losing first I, I, round. I think it's, I think it's between <laughs> I think it's between Texans and Jags because I like what the Colts have, but I just I just think that that Andrew looks shock and just. Having to recover so from all close that. to the season, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think they're gonna have a down year just based on all the stuff that's transpired. Plus, they're gonna have a second place schedule. So, um, Texans and Jags, and as of talking through it, I'm rolling with Jaguars nine and seven, maybe so, ten and six, getting division. So, who finished last, Tennessee or Colts? Because uh, ten, Tennessee for sure, man. Like, think so? I, Cause, I mean, yeah. I, but but see, by saying last. Nine, that's seven and nine. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like seven and nine, <laughs> six and ten. <laughs> so. so you're talking about so we're talking about maybe the last five weeks of the season, we might have a you know close to a close to a, a four way tie at the top of the division, and these last five four weeks is going to determine who wins. And you know, and that's and the, I think I think the beauty of having you know I think who, who was it that played the, the tame team twice? Is it the Colts to play Texans twice at the end of the season or something, something like that? Where they play like last five games, they play the same division, the same team, and. and and that could be bold well for them because if they get those two wins, boom, you might be in the playoffs just because of that. 
Yeah, after their bye, the Jacks have Colts week 11 at, at Indianapolis, week 12 at Tennessee, and then week 17, they're home against the Colts. So, yeah, but, so they, 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 have, they, 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 entire, they, they, their entire schedule outside of Chiefs and Saints is winning with them. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's the video by playing the AFC West. I mean, you got Chargers, you got, you got Chiefs, Atlanta, and New Orleans, you know, but other that, other side of that, I mean, it's, you know, it's pretty doable. So, uh, we saying the division winner going nine 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 seven and probably last place is seven nine man that's going to be boring and yet fun at the same time to see who wins because uh, not like we move on to our wars like you know hey, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jazz if Nick Foles has a good year though Jazz can win ten eleven games because that's true no, they, they, they don't they, they don't have that many yeah they don't have that many teams that can trip them up because outside like I said Chiefs Chargers Saints and maybe and probably Falcons. The other twelve games are winnable. Bengals yeah. and Jets and you, you, schedule, man. yeah, Texans. You know, you, you take away D Hop and by week nine, I don't think Will Fuller ain't going to be playing no more. So, probably you know, not. He get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's probably hey, that's hey, that's hey, that's for real though. So, so if we go into the MVP award. I mean, you know, it's outside of Watson. <laughs> this quarterback, this division is terrible at quarterback. So, you know, you know, from 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 it from a whole whole standpoint. So. MVP, who would you who would you lean more of? Uh, Nick Foles or Fournette? Because they 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 have to be the catalyst for the Jags. Um, right. I, I can't see anybody else because Watson's gonna be Watson. But you know, with again the luck situation, man, like that's that's just putting that's gonna just take away the coach from all these awards unless they have a great year and then Frank Rock could be the coach of the year. Yeah, that, um, I would say, I would say MVP would be. I mean, yeah, Nick Nick Foles is probably where I lean to, but I would say, I would say, I would say D Hop. That's just because you know it's kind of going to be a one man show that Watts is going to go to. And to me, you know, if you like, just just like a, uh, you know, if, if you if you're a one man show in the Super Bowl, the guys like Santonio Holmes and the Hines Warren, they will win because they don't want to get all the catches. Um, I, I think I think James White got robbed. Then James, James White got robbed for that one. Yeah, I think, I think for him. He got robbed. So, like, if you got 14, 15 catches, you should, you should win it. So, I think D-Hop is going to be the guy. He's he going to have an amazing monster season at receiver and, and because he's going he's gonna to have to uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Um, surprise, uh, no, Coach of the year. Um, I, uh, I man, would, that's I'm, tough. I'm gonna, you, go ahead, you go first. <laughs> I, I'm going to say Frank Wright is just because he has to deal with Jacob Brissett. And, and if, if he's in the mix for the division championship, you have to give it to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, even because – We've seen we've seen the coach without luck and how bad they were. And then we've seen them with them and how great they are. So now that he don't have them, and we say they might be in the mix, you know, eight and eight, seven and nine. Um, that's I think that's good good enough, especially if if the winner is only getting nine to ten wins. Coach of the year, if if the coach can win the division, it'll be Frank Wright. But I'm gonna go ahead and go Bill O'Brien, man. Um, I think he's gonna have to figure out a way to. To navigate the season because their schedule so tough that they can get to nine, oh, yeah. seven, ten, and six again. That's gonna That's be impressive. A, a pretty, yeah, pretty impressive year. So I'm gonna go Bill O'Brien. Uh, defensive player of the year. I, I got a caught a good, good bit of guys. Um, I'm probably gonna go Darius Leonard. Uh, just just on the same way you, you talk about Bill O'Brien because somebody has to step way up to to help try to replace Luck, and it don't have necessarily to be the quarterback. It can be Darius Leonard, and he can be. He led the league in tackles last year, I believe, and he was all pro. So you're talking about if he take another step and he'd be Bobby Wagner-esque um, and Luke Keekley-wise, and he he's right there. He can do that. You're talking about, you know, a superstar on defense, and that's what he could be. 
Um, and he do that. He do that. Defensive Player of the Year, right there. Yeah, I'm gonna just go ahead and roll with you on that, just because the Texans they have so many guys. Um, but it's hard to pick out. You no, know, you can. I could go JJ Watt or something like JJ that. JJ Claudia. <laughs> yeah, but they have and, and merciless and those guys. So they have too many guys. Jonathan Joseph. Uh, I'm just go with saying Darius Leonard. I'm just, I'm just go with that. Uh, surprise player of the of the division. You call it Brissett. <laughs> That's an easy thing. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with DJ Chart one because I got him my my dynasty league, so uh, I need him to pop, be the best receiver on the team. Hopefully, he can be better than DJ Westbrook. Hopefully, Nick Foles because Nick Foles does throw it deep. So you know maybe DJ Chart could be Aguilar, Deshaun Jackson esque, and that's it. And that could be his role um, for Jacksonville. Maybe he has a lot of deep shots. And I'm I'm really hoping that for my dynasty. But, but <laughs> more, if, more. I, if, I, if I'm going to pick somebody outside of QB, though, I'm going Adam Humphrey because I assume Tannehill gets the job and turns him into the receiver he was with the Bucks. Jarvis Landry. Yes, sir. Hey, that's, that's, oh, that's a great point. I could, I could, that definitely could be Jarvis Landry all day long. You know, um, bold prediction. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's funny It's funny because before we said this, I wrote this down. And I said, bold prediction that the winner, the winner, division winner has nine wins. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, that's, but that's about that's about chalk because look at the year Andrew Luck sat out the whole year. The division only won. The winner had nine wins. So yeah, exactly. So I guess I'm reading that too, but they ain't that bold. But I'm, I'm gonna say Jazz go worse than first. It's probably it's probably the the way I see it. Ten Hill get ten Hill starts week one. <laughs> no, nah, I, I can't say that. Um, the <laughs> This is way off the wall, but last seen with decent QB play and good defense, I'll say Jacks make AFC Championship. Because mm. last, la, la, yeah, last seen when they had an elite defense and they had the same similar schedule, they made a run to AFC Championship. So uh, Nick Foles with some with somewhat of a winning pedigree, Leonard Fournette out to prove himself, and they have studs at every level of defense, even as Rotational defensive players. I'm about to say every level and throughout the whole level. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'll go. Jazz could make a run to AFC Championship again and possibly rematch. You know, New England or maybe play the Chiefs because with the Colts now out, uh, with Luck now out, I'm gonna remove the Colts from my AFC uh, representative in the Super Bowl. So uh, I can I can see Jags doing it, man. And you know what? I'm not, I'm gonna have to put about ten dollars on Jags. Get to the Super Bowl, <laughs> just just in case, cause that sound that sound too good. You know, it sound too good. Like it sound real good. Yeah, AFC, I, 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 AFC I'm just South, looking at it, man. Like say AFC South is easily it's it's back to being the worst division in football again. Yeah, and it's all because Andrew Luck, and and it, like I say, it may change. We, we, we may see a new quarterback. We may see hashtag Tampa two in Tennessee might just get worse. He come there, get Herbert over there. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it can change a lot and. You know the AFC South drastically changed in one night. That's that's how you change something drastically. Um, Super Bowl odds drop tremendously. You got you know different odds and things that that already is going to change. Like imagine somebody put Colts to win the Super Bowl early. Now now what? Like they can't get, can they get that money back? Because that's not fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, only bet it for luck. <laughs> but hey, just um, what people say. You, know. you never you should never draft in fancy football too early and don't place your bets too early. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's smart though. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Nah, that's pretty much it, man. Just gonna wish uh, Andrew Luck uh, peace and happiness in his retirement. Um, had a good career, you know. We'll, the game's gonna miss him, but 
as we know, the game moves on. We we lost Peyton Manning, we lost Brett Favre, and the game has lost many others. Um, so the game will continue to move on. But Andrew Luck, he'll be missed around the game just because of you know competitive nature and how elite he was, and he was on the Hall of Fame trajectory. Yeah, easily. Uh, that's pretty scary. Pretty good shot. We out. Damn, look. She crazy, bro. Go get Tanner, you people. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta get Tanny in there, man. Like, Mariota is not it, man. Did you know you could shop around for prescription prices? With GoodRx, you can find free coupons at over 70,000 pharmacies and save up to 80%. It's that easy. But don't just take my word for it. Dr. Adam says, I've been telling all my patients about GoodRx. Jacqueline says, my medication was $65 without insurance, but I paid $25. Aubriana says, you don't have to pay full price to live your best life. Couldn't have said it better myself. GoodRx is 100% free. Download the GoodRx app today and start saving. GoodRx is not insurance.